Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are you hungry for adventure? Do you crave hilarious and perilous tabletop campaigns? Don't bother rolling perception, pal. We've got you covered. Behold! Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop audio drama, a cinematic serial of mayhem-filled, morally questionable quests at DungeonsAndDoritos.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. You're listening to episode 146, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. With me is the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. Hi. And we have our king baby dog, Evan. Konnichiwa, my bastards and wenches. Elite Four, Derek. Konnichiwa, king baby ducks, bastards and wenches. (laughs) (laughs) We have the security guy, Greg. Hola. And the fangirl, Victoria. Hi. So, on this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast, we have a plethora of news uh, crossing from the East and West together. We have another book club for you, and we have a little bit of Into the West for you as well. So, a plethora of people. It's a smorgasbord of people from different races and nations and all these fun things. Actually, I think we're all white. (laughs) Yeah, okay. How long what, Victoria? How long has it been since we've had this many people? Um, probably... Anime Boston. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. The fans know way better than we. They think it is. <laughs> they, they walk up to us and be like, remember when you said this? I'm like, no. <laughs> we'll be sitting Should I be concerned? <laughs> we'll be sitting down having conversations with our, our fans every once in a while, and we'll tell them something. They'll be like, oh, I already know that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we forgot that you listen and know more about we us have, than we We do. have nothing to talk about when we meet our fans, because they know every aspect of our life better than we do. Sounds like we have a stalker issue. What are you talking about? We were talking directly to you, the, you listener, yeah. you, who was listening right now. We're talking directly to you. You should Hi. know this. <laughs> Stop picking your nose. It's your day. <laughs> you, listener, at your miserable work job. Mm. <coughs> work job. That's the reason why you get to listen to us while you work. If you want no, to go home. No, if... I knew it was coming. <laughs> Whistle while I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> if you want to go home from work early, go to page 57. 
to keep going with your normal media life, continue to page 63. <laughs> Are you doing oh wait. A... oh, wait, you can't really do Choose Your Own Adventure books on tape, can you? <laughs> the only the only thing that you could have done that with was remember that 2XL? It was like that that robot with the tape and you could answer like questions with it and depending on which button you would press it would either tell you were correct or wrong. It, it was like this weird thing that shouldn't have worked as well as it did. I don't remember that at all. You don't remember the 2XL? Mark Summer actually hosted a game show surrounded it back in the early 90s. What? I'll do it. Uh, Mark I'll, Summers. I'll look up anything I love that has Mark to do Summers. with Mark Summers. I thought he hosted Double Dare in the early 90s. He did. And did you know that he's actually doing it again now? Yes. Yeah, he's co-hosting with Liza Koshy. Who? YouTuber. I thought he oh. was just oh. taking a back seat. They think they're famous. I think... She actually is, though. It's ridiculous how popular she got from Vine. Like, she was on Vine. Oh, I hate adorable. Vine stars I even more. I know, I know. <laughs> she, like, she makes fun of all those, too, though. And she's actually become really really huge on youtube and now tv uses her a lot for stuff well she's listen really funny and really sweet I I, I I have to say you've really got to give like mark summers so much credit with all the stuff that he does on double dare because he's a guy who has obsessive compulsive disorder and a hardcore germaphobe yeah. so imagine all of the shit that he gets like tossed into and splattered all over with just imagine just what's going on in his brain as that's happening to him. Wait, he was a germaphobe? Hardcore germaphobe. And he, he got slimed, like, on a daily basis. That's This is like if, if Howie Mandel, oh like, hosted Double Dare. Could you imagine I, that? <laughs> I bet you the producers hated them, and they just got him in a really strict contract, and they just sat back and laughed their asses off. <laughs> you are going to get this green slime on you if you like your I think, I think you know, I, I think get out there and dance, better, monkey. So. No, what would you do? It's a great show. I agree on that. I like. I like. What would you do better than better than uh, Double Dare? I think. Hey, so the only reason the only reason we watched Nickelodeon was for Legends of the Hidden Temple, oh, <laughs> which I was loved a, that which show. in in total retrospect is a terrible. Oh show. yeah, those kids are scarred for life. And oh yeah, and they, they were treated horribly. Yeah, didn't they have to go through therapy and stuff like that? I, 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 I didn't hear about that, but someone, it's just like an impossible to win show where it's just like, oh, you lost not because you were unskilled, but because we were unfair. <laughs> we had one and a half medallions. Yeah, and the and the and the temple and, and two thirds of the golden monkey out of nowhere. Yeah, not to mention okay. like, they had these like full on adults grab you and scare the ever living shit out of you. The silver <laughs> monkey, to be fair. Was the kid's fault? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Apparently, apparently not. Um, I don't, who the hell was I talking to about this? It might. I thought it was Christine actually, but uh, apparently the pieces, no matter which way you looked at them, they looked identical. So or like they looked really strange, so that it wasn't as easy as it looked on TV. But and apparently the producers were also shouting at the kids to help them to try to win because they wanted them to win, but no one ever won. Huh. So. Uh, I don't know who I was talking to about this. On the other side of this conversation, I've heard great things about Mike O'Malley. Oh, yeah. Mike O'Malley here is a phenomenal individual. And he, he was... Remember the, the, the Toys R Us Rest in Peace... Uh, Super Toy Run! The, the Toy Run sweepstakes. Yeah. Apparently, while all the parents and all the Nickelodeon uh, representatives were doing all of the legality stuff, Mike O'Malley like, hung out with the kids who were going to do it. And like 
talked with them like they were kids and human beings and were like, what do you like? What's your favorite sport? You know, like, what are you going to get when you go through Toys R Us? You know, like, Michael Malley did all that stuff for the kids. And on top of that, he would even give them tips on how to better themselves with, you know, getting most toys. Yeah. So, like... super cool. Mike O'Malley. Why are we talking about this? I know. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Eventually, we talk about anime on this show. (laughs) (laughs) On a quick note, I wanted to bring up, I thought Double Dare 2000 was so much better. I loved Jason Harris. What? What? Get out of here. I loved Jason Harris. And that was Into the West, which... <laughs> which, which I don't think it was because we actually have it. We do have it, but that's cool. Let's uh, let's ring the news bell. News bell sounds back. I remembered her. I remembered everything today. I remembered my computer. I remember the microphone. I remember news bell chan, and I remembered my headphones. Did you remember <laughs> to put on pants this time? <laughs> well, I don't have to remember to do that. I just don't. So I want to kick off news with a very special report from the Conan O'Brien show. Yes! Have you seen this news piece where Conan O'Brien has finally discovered Detective Conan? No. <laughs> so no. there's there's yes. been multiple times on his show now where Detective Conan and Conan O'Brien have crossed over. Because Conan O'Brien has discovered Detective Conan and is like, hold on now. I think that Detective Conan is me. And, like, he shows, like, a picture of himself from when he was a child, and he's, like, this redheaded kid, he's wearing the blue suit and a tie and everything like that. <laughs> and then he's, like, they like Detective Conan over there is even so popular that they have Conanville, and, uh, you know, he's uh, talking about, he thinks that they took Conan O'Brien's likeness for Detective Conan, <laughs> and so he wants... Like, how much yen? Like Three trillion yen. He wants, like, almost three and a half trillion yen in uh, in royalties for cre- being the creator of Detective Conan. And he wants the Detective Conan statue in Conan Town to be changed to a likeness of him. So, like, a redheaded... <laughs> but this was the second time around. So, uh, so the first time he was just like, he wants the three and a half trillion yen for in royalties. And then the second time around, the, uh, the, the creator of Conan, Detective Conan, uh, responded back to Conan O'Brien saying that he wouldn't meet his demands unless he came to Conan town to (gasps) claim his prize. Oh my God. And Detective, uh, no, Conan O'Brien said like he threw back at him that he would only go to Conan Town if they renamed it after the most famous Conan thing in America, which is American Conan's uh, fluff and stuff uh, laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Conan the Barbarian was like, yeah, right. They didn't yeah. even mention Conan the Barbarian. That's the most. That's the first Conan. That's the first thing that pops into my head yeah. too. Wait until Conan discovers that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I mean. Th- this came out, the manga came out in what, 1994 I'm seeing, so wasn't that out before Conan O'Brien's show? No, no, Conan's been on since 93. Yeah, Conan O'Brien has been a talk show host since 93, and before that he was uh, writing for The Simpsons and SNL. Oh, never mind. So. Yeah, they should pay royalties to it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, no, the, what I really hope happens is this leads towards an episode of Detective Conan where Conan and the gang go over to L.A., and Conan O'Brien helps him solve a mystery. This is uh, what I want happening. I, I, I can see you wanting that to happen, but 
other than fan fiction, I really don't think so. And I guarantee you that fan fiction exists. <laughs> yeah, so you, you know what? I, you know what? Look I'm it up. Look, I'm determined to find. Put this that fan on fiction. right now. I guarantee you, it's got to. <laughs> and what else have we got? Well, that's happening. Yeah. What's next in news? Well, our wish for a hockey manga is happening, or it has uh, happened. Boo. But it's not us. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> All of our hard work down the drain, just like that. Well, yep. I mean, the... <laughs> we demanded it, so yeah, I guess no, they were, I guess they, they gave it to us. We're the most popular people in the world and internationally, so this was our influence. Everyone should be thanking us. We made this happen. Yes, where's our three trillion yen? <laughs> My heavenly hockey club. It's the first thing I'm seeing. No, it's just called Hot H O T. Really. We, yeah, oh, that's like that's that's completely opposite of what we were going for because we were going for like an ice sort of thing. Mm. And yeah, we were going with fcha, <laughs> fcha. <laughs> yeah. So, is there any detail on this hockey manga? Well, it's uh, from Akira Amano who uh, did the uh, anime, who did the manga Reborn. It's a short, it was, right? It was a one. It was a one shot, but maybe just maybe it might lead to an actual series. Yeah. Because that's usually what happens. They do a one-shot, see how popular it is, and then go from there. Right, yeah. The artwork looks pretty tight. Oh, yeah. And he actually worked, like, alongside um, actual hockey, like, hockey gear people, the the guys who created it. I I like that the the text for Hot is in the same style as Slapshot and Goon. And Goon, yeah. Mm. And Miracle, probably. No, so, not Miracle. So th- th- whoever is doing this really likes hockey, like Western hockey stuff. Yeah. So. I'm just, honestly, I'm just surprised that it's not about a female hockey team because that's much more popular in Japan. Yeah. Female hockey is way more popular than men's hockey. Yeah, but no yeah. Usually, usually shonen sports mangas are more... Affordable. Well, I mean, yeah. not, I mean, get rid of shonen. It, sports mangas are... Have, are, are well, they usually, are shonen. Right, so, yeah, a lot of the mm-hmm. time they are, but they're but they they're they are their own genre of sports. Didn't stop the shoujo girls from uh, watching Haikyuu. Oh no, not at all. I mean, oh no, <laughs> ask Sarah. I mean, sports sports anime is basically going hand in hand with homoerotic themes. Didn't uh, didn't Sarah also really like uh, All Out too? The, I don't the rugby agree. one. I don't think so. No, no, you were all about All All well, Out. I, I really like All Out. It was really ridiculous. And I just very like rugby. Gay. But <laughs> over the summer, I got to watch the Rugby World Championships, and it was amazing. Surprise, surprise, New Zealand won. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I, 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 Conan O'Brien with an anime fanfiction? Uh-huh. It's not... It's not Conan, though. No, it's... Can you read us an excerpt? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's just... It's not anything... It's literally the group of, from Yu Yu Hakusho on his show. Oh. Ew. I don't know why. <laughs> But that's the only one I can find right I guess now. He's just, like, I guess why would anyone wanted. do that? Like, of all things, it seems Come like on, it would people. be so obvious. I know. <laughs> Was this like on DeviantArt? <laughs> no, fanfiction.net. Like the really oh, old. even worse. I know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't check the adult fanfiction because I'm a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we don't need that. In our it's lives. better than you think. <laughs> There's so much Conan Andy <laughs> shipping. It's lots and lots and lots of story. There just happens to be adult themes in it, guys. 
And I just love sure. from from Conan O'Brien's rant about it. The first thing he says, it's a grown man trapped in a child's body. Oh. And then he points at himself. He's just like, come on, guys. <laughs> but wouldn't he be a, a child trapped in a grown man's body? Well, yes. But that's where the influence comes from, I suppose. Uh, I, I, I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I'm splitting hairs here. I got nothing else. I'm trying to defend Conan. Trying to get him his three three trillion yen. <sighs> Alright, what do we got next for news? Alright, so Crunchyroll starting their own original animation department. Yes, they are. I am hopeful. As am I. Their first show looks like Steven Universe. And Actually, no. I would disagree on that. It looks more like Scott Pilgrim to me. What's the difference? Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't disagree. I, uh, I it, feel like Brian Leo Malley. It, it looks, it does look like CalArt thing, you know, like as, as CalArt. Well, they're, yeah. they're calling it quote unquote CalArt style, and it does look like CalArt style, uh, especially from like the previews and mm-hmm. and stuff from the. Sorry, character. I was looking in fanfiction. So what, what are we talking about? Oh, uh, Crunch, Crunchyroll is Crunchyroll is opening up their own original animation thing. Oh, so so they're they're getting studios and they're like oh. We'll take your take your animation and we'll we'll publish it through Crunchyroll. So okay, I don't want to get political and controversial about this. So let's not talk about the show at all. <laughs> well, I just want to point out that they released a trailer for the show and they didn't show anything about the show. Yeah, they showed everything about the studio. Yeah, and most people who want to watch animated shows want to see animation. Yeah, they don't want to see the studio making it. You see, I'm thinking that they're waiting for the Crunchyroll Expo before they reveal more about it. That's true. Then they should have just like waited, because yeah. because nobody's like Crunchyroll's numbers aren't going down. I don't no. think they're they're going up. No. Yeah. They're... So so they could have just like waited, right? Why, why couldn't they have just like announced that they're doing this and then just like have people build up their own hype because people are going to be excited about this anyway? Yeah. And then people are going to, as I said earlier, they're going to check out the show. I'm going to watch like, it. What's it about? Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch it. And I don't know if you were reading through it, but there's a, the supervising director actually worked on Animaniacs back in the 90s. That's pretty cool. Animaniacs so was... I love that show. I mean, it was a great show back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And did we do an into... We did an into less not that long ago about it, about Animaniacs, because it's coming back. Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. I haven't heard anything about it since, though. That's true. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll see original animated stuff. I mean, maybe they're hiring... To in their studio to let people be animators again, and if it sucks, we get to laugh at it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> so apparently, too, that there's going to be studios working on these shows, both in Burbank and in Tokyo. So there's going to be crossing over the Pacific to make this creation. That's kind of ironic, because now we were taking properties from Tokyo to put here in America, and now they're taking Crunchyroll's taking its properties and putting it over in Tokyo. So. Huh. Okay. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seems wrong. Um, but it could be interesting. Yeah, so uh, there's going to be new content to watch. We'll leave it at that. Yes. Uh, so, okay, so uh, what else we got? Um, there is going to be a sequel to the live-action Netflix Death Note movie. What? Yes. Really? The yes. Making a sequel to oh, that. I can't wait. Yeah. I never watched the first one. It was so bad. We gotta have a but viewing like, party for it. The problem is I like the actor, and I'm like, no, why? Which what actor? are you doing? Because Willem Dafoe is the only actor that's any worth anything <laughs> for that show. I wasn't a fan of uh, Al 
Bell. Really? In uh, the live action one. I thought in the anime he was fantastic. But just the live action one just threw me off. He wasn't like the... I liked it. I actually liked uh, L. It was pretty action. good. Well, I, I would have to say the reason why L was good was because the movie was so crappy that you're just like, okay... Let's just do whatever we want now. We need anything. Yeah, like... We need anything. <laughs> we'll do whatever we want. And that's what they did. They're just... Yeah. Like, nobody cares anymore. They're just like, ruin it all you need to. And he was a better actor than Light. He, he, he was better than the, the main kid, though. See... I, I'm forgetting character names. Light. Nat Turner. Oh, his name, yeah, his name is Nat Wolf. Nat Wolf. That's right. Because his name is Light Turner in the movie. Light, yeah. yes. Thank so, you. back in the day, in Nickelodeon... He and his brother were on a show. Jimmy Turner. No, worse. <laughs> uh, they were on a show called The Naked Brothers Band. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was way past I my actually time. thought it was really cute. And I totally don't have one of the songs on my iPod at all. But <laughs> you look, it's Sing us a couple bucks. No! <laughs> Wait, you no. have an iPod still? On my phone. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I do have an old iPod, but yeah, I don't use it. Anyways. Do those exist anymore? What is yes. an iPod? <laughs> Fine, on my iPhone. Happy, but no, it's No, like... Android's better. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, no, I, I I mean, also, Nat Wolf is in a lot of the rom-coms recently that were um, the movies by John Green's books. That So, like, he's... I liked him in those, and then I saw this, and I was like, no, what are you doing? What in are you John doing? John Green books, does what he scream like this? <laughs> well, come on, listen, listen, listen. To be fair, he at least had a much more realistic reaction to Ryuk than the anime light. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that was more anime light was like, oh, Ryuk, I knew you were here. I was expecting. Yeah, because he's supposed to be a tough guy, which he's not. <laughs> no, I mean, the screen confuse you. Yeah, your wife got very confused by the screen. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of sounded like the goat scream from the toast. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds bit. like a dying rabbit. Yes. Once in a blue moon is there a scream. We're sorry, Christine, we won't scream again. My wife came in to check on me to make sure that I wasn't actually dying. No, it was more like, <laughs> papers, don't do that again. I was worried about Greg. <laughs> yeah, that's generally the consensus. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like the actor, so I'm like, I don't want to watch this horrible movie. Like, oh. Why did you do this? Oh, no. It's worth watching. Oh, it is. No, it's it, entertaining. It's, it's very, worth your time. It's very entertaining. His brother was the kid from the new Jumanji. Oh, really? Yeah, the one who is uh, replaced by The Rock. Okay. So, yeah. I, I want to see... I've heard great things about the new Jumanji oh, I own movie, that. by the way. You do you? Mm-hmm. Great. On my Xbox. Yeah, it's... It, it's the the Death Note movie is very entertaining, but for all the wrong reasons that it's not yes. supposed to be entertaining. So, so the fact that they're making a second one is okay. Like exciting. That's true. I'll give it a shot. That's that. true. But is the second one going to play off the fact that the first one had the reception that it did, or is yeah. it going to try to be the same thing? Because if they try to make it ridiculous in the ways that they didn't do it on purpose for the first one, then it's going to be bad. As long as there's more ladder decaffeination, that would be fine. <laughs> that was yeah, that's fine. Decaffeinated. Okay, decaffeinated. so should I, should I watch the first one, or if we're going to do a viewing party, should I wait and we'll just watch the first one then? I would watch it again. Oh, I would totally watch the first one again. Do we have a Same stage for the second one? I have not watched it, so I'll join oh, in Oh, Derek hasn't seen yes, it either. Okay, yeah, so there's yeah, the two yeah. of us who haven't seen it. <laughs> and you guys haven't seen my apartment yet, so they have to come over here. So. True. Yeah, we gotta figure that out. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, 
Does yeah. anybody know about that? The release That's date? What, yeah. It's no. in the works right now. The script is uh, currently being worked on right now, so odds are it probably won't be coming out until For either later next year or early twenty twenty. When it's when it's I don't even, know, Netflix is fast. I don't. Well, I know, and that's the problem. That's the, that's the like, issue. <laughs> and and uh, that's fair. I've, it's it's hilarious because if because the script is only in writing now, that means that it's going to be even more irrelevant than it was when this new Death Note movie came out. Like nobody cared. Like who cares? Is that everybody watched it because it's like, oh, okay, live action Death Note movie. Oh, that's great. But nobody cared because Death Note is long gone, and now they're gonna wait like two or three more years before the second one comes out. Oh yeah, that's gonna be great. <laughs> I can't wait. Everybody's we'll gonna love it. it huh? We'll be there for it. Oh no, we'll be there for it. Everybody will be there for it. It's just gonna be. I just hope they don't expect it to be a good thing. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, let's listen. We waited eleven years for a second Anchorman film. <laughs> <laughs> that one was actually launched by its audience. Then. Too, so. Was it? I thought number two got bad reviews compared to the It kind of did. Well, it, it did, but even still, people love the first one enough that they would watch number two. Right. The only, the, only, the only sequel that took a really long time to be made and was actually good was Boondock Saints. Oh, I haven't seen Boondock Saints 2. Yeah, I. I disagree. Uh, fully, fully progressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, was, that was bad. That was bad. That was bad. Very, very, very bad. Bad. But but I but one that was took a really long another sequel that took a really long time to make and was better than the first one was Blade Runner. So. Oh, that is true. Blade Runner. I think Blade Runner is the record on that. I thought it was kind of slow. <laughs> Have you seen the first Blade Runner? Have you seen Runner? the first Blade Runner? <laughs> to be fair, no. <laughs> you haven't seen the first no, Blade I Runner? Saw, I saw the That's first slow. Wow. Yeah, the first the first Blade Runner is even slower. I was like, my mind is melting. There's <laughs> nothing going on. Yeah, there's tons of stuff going on. You see, like... So, after be, being such a huge fan of the first Blade Runner... Wait, actually, scratch that. Um, liking, <laughs> liking the fir- first Blade Runner and understanding the first Blade Runner, not being a huge fan, but I do like it. I like, I like the first Blade Runner. The second Blade Runner felt like it was amazingly like, oh my gosh, there's so much going on. Listen, I gotta say, as bad as the first Blade Runner was, or as slow and horrible that it was, waiting for the line of our lives are going to fade away like tears in the rain is the greatest, one of the greatest movie lines ever written. <laughs> you I mean, mean, as opposed to, Dorothy Mantooth was a saint! <laughs> Disney fans waited 14 years for an incredible sequel. And we finally got it. And I it know, and it, it was the wrong story. I it mean, told the wrong story! I, I, Not saying I, it was a bad story, yeah, just the wrong story. I, I can agree with that, but... <laughs> We Do we, have have we talked about what the Incredibles our Incredibles two script should have been? I don't know. I, I've been just I've been talking about the Incredibles two since the since the first Incredibles ended and what they should be doing for a sequel because Incredibles they, two they decided to wait this huge amount of time for a sequel and they chose to pick it up right when when it left yeah, off I and it's just like no. Because they should have done it like they we, like. Remember how we grew up with Andy for Toy Story? Yeah, we should have grown yeah, yeah, up yeah. with The Incredibles. So, so Violet should be in college. Yep. Dash should be graduating high school. Mom and Dad should be too old to be superheroes now, so they're retired and they and their kids have to struggle with their new lives and moving on while also being supers. Jack Jack's growing up 
in an age where he could be Dash's age. Yeah, well, and his where and his siblings are older than him, and he's younger, and so he's still trying to understand this while his parents are retiring and his siblings are are out about doing these things. Uh, like you don't just be like, oh, remember how you waited so long for this direct sequel? It's like that doesn't work. That's not how it goes. Like that's not good writing. I could see that being Incredibles three. I think it was a good choice for them to pick up where they left off because they kind of left on like this whole mole man guy. Well, that was the point though. It's like a superhero comic. You know, like you, it doesn't have to be explained. You just understand. Oh, that's their next ab- adversary. You move on. Yeah, and not to mention they created the sequel video game which is technically rise canon of, rise of the Underminer. Like they said they said they that that's right game was canon. yeah that was that came out like two years after the incredibles i never saw the I game i kept looking it. for it and i could never find it yeah the game was was uh incredibles rise of the underminer and you could it was like a four-player co-op game where you could play as yeah it was awesome was um, it i don't know if it did i, I only saw it. i only saw videos of it on uh g4 back when they showed good shows <laughs> and i this g4 yeah hey did brad bird do incredibles 2 Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay, so I'll give it a shot, just like I gave Tomorrowland a shot. Oh my god! What a terrible movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I love Brad Bird is one of my top three favorite directors of all time. Yeah, he did the Iron Giant. How and, did you not? And that's the reason why I saw Tomorrowland, and I didn't know that it could have been that bad yeah <laughs> and remember and this was the guy who actually made the mission impossible movies amazing yeah, yeah. Like, it took four movies to get it to be really good and it took red bird to make it happen what are you talking about the first in- uh, mission impossible was amazing has it was good but two was confusing three was kind of mad but four was just on fire oh yeah no four was really good directed all of them no no didn't he do this last one fallout no no fallout's great though fallout's fantastic yeah anyways eventually we talk about anime on this podcast yeah yes what? and that was into the west <laughs> <laughs> not yet that's not even that's not even the into the west that we were doing on this episode again <laughs> what's next what's next all right, well, we kind of got off track, but I was hoping that we could segue more into Netflix because the live-action Bleach is coming to American Netflix on September 14th. Okay. I hope it's done by the Death Note director. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if it's anything like the uh, the Full Metal Alchemist one, I'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll give the same review that I, I gave Full Metal Alchemist. I okay, I get it. it. I'm so scared. <laughs> It's it's ruined. not bad. It's not terrible. It's so not a con- it's it not gets, Conqueror of Shambhala. It gets to the ah, point. It gets why? to the point in the movie where you say, "Okay, I get it," and then you're like done with it. It's like a two hour movie, but it feels like a three hour movie. I like, literally look. I pull it up on the Netflix queue when I have nothing to do, and I look at it. And I'm like, <laughs> just hit play. <laughs> so you can do it. Better. Look, look. All you got to do is get past the first couple minutes. With those Japanese kids and that horrible blonde hair, and then oh, you're good. My gosh. The greatest I, actors of all time. Just saying that, I already don't want to watch it. <laughs> Oscar-doo. Oscar-doo. <laughs> I, I want to, but, but I don't. I'm just so scared. <laughs> I really want, I want to give the Bleach movie... I am legitimately planning on getting Azumi's tattoo. Like, I want... See, I'm upset. Where's James so we can comfort her? See, I would, uh, I, I would think of it as the same way. Like, if they decided to make, like, an Elf and Lee live, live action, whatever, they never will. But if they decided to and it was horrible, I'd watch it anyway. 
Yeah. I'd totally watch it anyway. Yeah. It'd be fine. I've actually heard good things about the live-action Bleach. It had the premiere in California, I think during Anime Expo, and it got a lot of positive responses from the audience. So, usually when the fans are, like, liking it, that's usually a good sign. We oh. should get Jeff's opinion on that, because he's, like, Bleach is his... FMA to me. Is that right? I believe so. Really? Right? Okay. Yeah, Jeff loved Bleach. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bleach is kind of one of our starter animes. When me, me and you, Jonathan, yep. where we kind of got into anime. And that I was one of the first ones we All the way back from the Boston Comic Con episode. Yeah, Robbie's been on the show a couple times. <laughs> My starter was Inuyasha. <laughs> which is which is perfect. Like, I mean, that was like Dragon Ball Z for girls. So and and it, and it was, that's a lot of girls. Like, it was either Sailor Moon or Inuyasha. I look at it now and I'm like, oh my god, they act so stupid like through the entire thing, but I still love it. <laughs> I, I thought I, I thought that would have been like. Um... It was that in Cardcaptor Sakura. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Cardcaptors. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, man. It's my first. See, my there brother were, and my dad. There was that. never a live action movie for that. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Just like there was never one for Avatar: Last Airbender. Like, Actually, so... you know. You know what? I do like that movie because that's the reason why Toriyama came back and said, okay, if you guys want to keep doing this, I'm going to be the one who says how you do it. <laughs> and, he's a, and he's a crazy person. <laughs> Akira Toriyama has no idea how to write stories at all. Like he's just, he's just, he has no clue. Well, remember, it's hilarious. So he's like the dude who wrote Mary and the Witch's Flower, that director. I don't he, know. I, I didn't he see legitimately that. forgot that he created Broly, and someone had to go through his sketches and show him his Broly sketches. <laughs> well, remember, like, we, Andrew, you and I were talking about this earlier today that eventually Go, Gohan was supposed to be the, the new main character, but yeah. he didn't have enough uh, faith in. And his ability to write Gohan as a good character that he just kept Goku in. Yes. Which is hilarious because Goku is a terrible character. Yeah. He's a terrible person. He's a wonderful father! Piccolo, Piccolo is a better father yeah, than, than Goku. Yes, is. Vegeta is a better father. <laughs> I mean, look at Trunks. He grew up pretty decent. He's he, a time police. Yeah, he yeah. grew up okay. There's actually a popular theory going around. It's a popular theory where it shows Super Saiyan Trunks with his hair sticking all straight out, and then it shows his picture next to Broly, and then next to Bulma, and then just a reaction shot of Vegeta going, is this my kid? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually really sad to think about. I don't don't even want to think about that. Uh, What do we got next? I don't know. Can we make well, a curatory on some more? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, we can, go, we can go from Netflix to the actual Into the West we're going to talk about. But, or well, the, yeah, we can kind of do that. Well, the only other thing I hear, had was um, they actually released the visual novel of Island, which is currently airing on yes. Crunchyroll. Okay, so Into so, the West. No, gaming news, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. I, I, I actually added it to my Steam wish list just in case I was going to pick it up, which I might because I'm interested in seeing if it's the same or not. But I don't want to buy it for... I mean, geez, it's $40. It's it's a lot of money. That's a commitment. Damn! And, uh, and it's probably hours worth of visual novel. Uh, and I don't even know if it's, like, choice-based. If it, Like, I don't know if, it's, if it has multiple endings. Like, if it has multiple endings, then that's cool. But if it just has one singular story... That you kind of travel through. 
I don't like those kinds of visual novels, especially if I'm paying $40 for it. Like, I, I understand that there's a lot of work that goes into it, and the CGs are really beautifully done. I like the CGs that, that they did for it. Um, but my, my style of visual novel play is one that gives you choices. Uh, and I'm not confident in the fact that Island is a visual novel that gives you choices. I'm thinking it's more like, um, F or what was that one that I played? Eden. Yeah. Uh, Eden. Where you just like watch it. Yeah. You literally, it's the most literal definition of a visual novel. Click, left click the video game. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you just read it and CGs are really beautifully drawn and then eight hours later, you finish it, and you're just. Like, is there at, is there at least porn in the, in one of those games? Only if you buy the adult version, because it's it's it's, it's probably more money. It, no, it's so it's normally this, these these games are sold by Manga Gamer, uh, and so they have Eden, which is the one that I have, and then they have Eden Mosaic, and Eden Mosaic has a thing where it's literally just Eden. Except after you beat Eden Mosaic, it unlocks a new menu that's just like here's some porn images. Yeah, here's here's like a non-canon, like a non-canonical scene of just these characters having sex. Good, yeah. And I was just like, great, okay, cool. And and so you don't even get like a choice in the matter. You just kind of again click on it and watch it happen. Um, I, I, I really like how it was point and click because that really freed up my hand for other activities. Oh, <laughs> so, Why? Like think, making spells. I think that, And potions. Um, Baking a cake. Alchemy. <laughs> so I was just inspired. We should uh, start get ourselves an extra life campaign for charity and do 24 hours of speed running light novels or visual novels. <laughs> well, what we can do for that is just uh, turn the skip if unread yeah. or, or don't skip if unread and just hit skip and it'll just like flush. We'll go through a visual novel in literally minutes. I beat Eden in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've, I've, been, I've dropped $60 on the Critical Role art book, so I can't really... Well, I don't think drop that's my fourth time though. Wait, the question is, if we were running. to do this, man, I think we we would only be able to like stream this on Pornhub or something. <laughs> well, no, you just don't get a you get an all ages visual novel. Yeah, like, but what's the fun in that? <laughs> <laughs> none of us want to watch you read porn. Okay, well, I, like you, I mean, you could do that as a group, but you have to sit through it, and that's just we're the thing. friends. We're not that close as friends, though. <laughs> Look, well, just uh, let's just watch it with our hands in the air. Just make sure no funny business <laughs> just happens. Don't care. <laughs> so we're all like, um, or just tie them up, oh like put handcuffs on everybody. Because that could that would be someone worse. on. So That's bad. a different point of stream, okay? We're trying oh to be more appropriate, and Greg wants to bring handcuffs into the situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thanks, Greg. What the hell? It's okay. We won't say anything raunchy. I'll bring my ball and get. I'll bring my ball gag just to make sure. Why can't we topic ever? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to watch this or hear this. So bring your blindfolds. Messages being like, um, you guys should totally do this for extra life. What are you talking about? Just have one camera on all of us just going like, oh. <laughs> Evan can bring Whistle Coon. I'll bring Whip Summer. <laughs> actually, I have a whip, oh by God. the way. That's no joke. I actually have one. So 
actually, Whip Dono would be even funnier. <laughs> Whip Dono, be, yes! Because it, it would be Master. Whip oh Master. Oh my god. <laughs> not hanging out with you guys. <laughs> I'm not going to that. Okay. And then every time when one of the erotic scenes happens, I'll just pull out Whistle Coon and be like... <laughs> or no, you guys do that. I'll play horror games. So then, if I want to turn away from the screen, I have to look at you guys during that. Yeah, so. sure. <laughs> Victoria will stay Wait. sane by just screaming and being terrified of horror games. If I look away, I'm looking at you guys all reading porn. So. Wait, Focus. who said hor- who said horror games? Horror, horror. <laughs> what what's a rur? Fuck you all. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Whip Dono, it sounds like to the West. Was that the name of the horror game? <laughs> <laughs> are we actually going into the West now? Into the West. Yeah, we are finally talking about the... said it like four times. We're gonna into go. the West that we had planned on for this show. Seriously. Especially when you're recording in two different locations. It's more and more apparent now With that we're... a whole we're... bunch of psychotic people. <laughs> Lead yeah. us into the West. Okay, so for this Into the West, we wanted to spotlight... Um, well, Matt Groening has created a new show. Yeah! Disenchan- Disenchanted. Yes. I haven't watched it yet. And that Disenchanted. Was the West. I uh, actually have one. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Um, so did and I. I want, and, but not only that, I think that I wanted to focus more on Matt Groening himself because he's created some great shows in the past. And it would. I think that... <laughs> and then they haven't been. I think that when... <laughs> we talk about this new show, his other stuff is going to come up. So, uh, so Into the West, it's not Disenchanted, but it's Matt Groening specifically. That's how I, I imagined it. Sure. So, Disenchanted. Disenchantment, by the way. Is Disenchantment? Meant, yes. Disenchantment, yes. Oh, I, okay. So, I've been calling it Disenchanted, which I thought was clever, but... <laughs> so I think that might be the sequel to, to Enchanted that they're working on right now. <laughs> no, you're I right. Like it is Disenchanted. probably does, ca- <clears throat> does exist, but yeah, Disenchantment. You're right, yeah. It's, it's Disenchantment. Okay, so Disenchantment uh, is about a... It, it's, it takes place <laughs> in a fantasy world for Matt Groening's characters. It's called like, Dreamland, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. called Dreamland, and um, it's about a princess who doesn't want to be a princess. Princess and, Bean. Yeah, Princess Bean. And so she hangs around and gambles in bars and stuff like that. And she fights uh, guys and she goes on adventures. And uh, she's More about like she gets drunk off her ass and does a lot of stupid shit. Yeah, and then she yeah. gets and then she's her father, the king, played by played by John DiMaggio, and the queen is played by Tress McNeil. Uh, of course, because both of them have to be in Matt Groening's work. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like he has this like set cast, and he's just like, you guys, let's go. He really does. Uh, and so the king is going to marry off uh, Be- uh, Princess Bean so that they can have a peace treaty amongst the nations, which is really funny because, like, at the at the wedding, the at the wedding, the cake topper yeah. is the two kings kissing each other. Yeah, <laughs> it was originally, yeah. it was originally a bride and groom, and he's like, no, 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 make it more like, no, no, we gotta change that. Make Here it we, about the treaty. Make it about me. Make it like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really funny. So, at the bottom of it, though, she she changed it up. It was cute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the cake said, like, for the treaty of uh, of this land and this land, and she takes off all, all the letters, so it says, Get Bent Dad. Yeah, <laughs> Get Bent Dad! What? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, awesome. this show is not, in my opinion, is not Matt Groening's best. No. It's not his worst. It's absolutely not his worst. But when the second episode came around, 
I wanted to do different things. The first episode kept me in... It kept me around enough to watch the entirety of the first episode. But by the second episode, I was like, okay, there's there's some good stuff. But... I, I kind of feel like he's trying too hard, like, with the later half of The Simpsons. Like, he's the comedy tr- is just... He's trying to make... He's, I think... I feel like he's trying to emulate his best stuff. He's not writing... Original. Yeah, he's not just writing what he wants. He's trying to write the heyday of uh, Futurama and The Simpsons. Well, keep in mind that he's not the one who's writing the show. It's a bunch of other people. One of which is Rich Fulcher, who we all know from The Mighty Boosh and various other really good British comedy shows. He did write... uh, He did do the screenplay for the first episode, though. Yeah, which is very, which is a very important part of the writing process. Yeah. That's that's actually going through the storyboards and saying this should happen here, this should happen here, this should happen. No, here. No, screenplay happens before the storyboards. You're right. You're, you're like, right. The so, screenplay is the novelization or the written, taking the written portion of what you turn into storyboards. Yeah, it's taking the script and turning it in, or taking the story and turning it into a script. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so and I think that's really important. It's interesting. So, if it's not his best, what is his worst, I guess you would say. Probably The Simpsons now. Yeah. Because I haven't watched The Simpsons in ages. I don't know if you can really put that show into both, like, two different categories, like his best and worst. I mean, It's I like season nine onwards for The Simpsons. I would say post-Phil Hartman is when it started going downhill. Yeah, well, when, when Conan O'Brien and uh, two of the original writers left, that's when the change in The Simpsons really started to happen. Um, well, I still, I'm still of the opinion that, which by the way, we went full circle with Conan O'Brien just now. (laughs) (laughs) Hooray! Um, I'm, I'm of the opinion that, that his best is Futurama. I agree. Oh yes, absolutely. Futurama is the best he's ever done. And, uh, it's, it just, it, it strikes that level of comedy that feels wholly, like original, original. Yeah, it's totally yeah. original. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because Futurama is a sci-fi. This is a fantasy. Yeah, so it's very juxtaposition, but still in the. Same. I I I do have a theory though that I think. Uh, well, first and foremost, it's been confirmed that Futurama and Disenchantment take place in the same universe. Oh, okay. So in the last episode, the season finale of uh, Disenchantment, there's a part where the characters, where the king and uh, Lucy are looking through that orb that can see, like, the past and the present, and they're rewinding. And if you freeze it at the right moment, you will see Fry, Bender, and Professor Farnsworth in the time machine from the episode The Late Philip J. Fry. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Interesting. And um, I and there's one other thing I want to bring up is my theory of when this show takes place. Yeah, I, I remember you talking about this, and I, 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 would, I would agree. Keep going. Be- so, as people know, if they watch Futurama, the very first episode, when Fry gets frozen, you start to see, like, time passing by outside. And then all of a sudden, you see aliens blow everything up. What gets built up first? A magical kingdom. A yeah, fantasy like they, land. They rebuild all the all the medieval stuff first, and then the aliens come back and destroy <laughs> The aliens them come back and destroy and then they And then they build, like, all the future stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that future stuff is Dreamland. I think that's disenchantment. Could be. We don't know. 
But that's a that's a but really it's a very plausible theory. theory. It's an extremely plausible theory, especially for Matt Groening's kind of creative thought process. Because remember, in the late Philip J. Fry, they go all the way to the end of the universe, and then it all restarts again, which is how it would explain the, the screenshot in episode ten, where you see Fry, Bender, and Farnsworth in the disenchantment world. Yeah, I which really means somewhere Fry's frozen body is in the kingdom. I really hope they create a potion called Slurm. <laughs> Speaking of potions, I really hope they... Uh, and I, I know that, Evan, you've seen the whole Part 1 series. Uh, I know me and John are only two episodes in. But yeah. I really hope they play more on the Little Seizures Poison Shop. When I saw that, when they went in in episode two, I died laughing. I mean, that was just like the best shop I've ever... Little Seizures Poison Shop. <laughs> this one is so poisonous, you can't even touch it. Oh no. oh, no. <laughs> Victoria, what, what did you think of it? I enjoyed it. I'm actually currently trying to catch the glimpse oh, yeah. of the castle. But uh, I, I really liked it. I think it's really cute. Yeah, that could be the castle, actually. Um, I... I really like it. I think it's cute. Like I said, I think it's a little... I, I agree with you. It's it's not the best, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. I've seen three... I've seen all of episode one, two, and three, and then a part of four. James and I were watching this morning. Um, it's... She's a very, very different princess, which is nice to see. Yeah. Of, like... Because, I mean, especially me being a obsessed with Disney princesses I've seen <laughs> all the different kinds possible and she's just very it's very much like screw all that stuff let's try a whole new perspective she reminds me of um uh Marion Ravenwood from uh from Indiana Jones oh what was the princess in Brave Merida Merida yeah eh, I mean I guess a little bit my I mean she's not yeah, she doesn't want to get married, and yeah, she she definitely has the same. She like, fights for thought. her own hand. And, yeah, she just fights for it very differently. Because I mean, she was more like, "Let's murder my husband to be," and Merida was like, "Just no, I'm gonna do my own thing." Okay, so I gotta say that no matter the quality of Matt Groening's shows, I always love his Zap Brannigan like characters, <laughs> and the prince, the second prince, the second prince. Oh yes. Is was the best. Like when they were their plot to kill him, and they bring him on the boat uh, to oh, get the, the mermaids, the sirens, <laughs> to take him away, and they just turn out to be uh, walruses. You know? <laughs> and then like he swims to the island, the walruses are actually like serenading him, and then like he has an orgy with the walruses. And <laughs> it it it's it's so funny. Like that that really got me. That was probably the funniest out of the first two episodes. And you know that and you know that was Matt Berry, right? From the IT crowd. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I think yeah. I think I'd honestly like it better without the elf or if the elf was more I agree with you. I liked the elf back in the Elfo. He, okay, hang on. Elfo back when they first showed him with his like I don't want to be cheery all the time attitude. That I liked. Now all of a sudden, now that he's left and doesn't want to be cheery anymore, he's yeah. cheery and positive. Yeah, like, he says like, that he wait. wants to go to a place to be miserable, and he's not miserable. No, he's just obsessed with the princess. But yeah, you have to figure in that he's still learning. <laughs> Love Lucy, can't stand up. Lucy is awesome. I will watch anything with Eric Andre in it. You, you have to do figure it, do with... it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I will own a plushie of Lucy if they make one. Oh yeah. 
with, with Elfo, he's still learning all of this. So he's not sure how to act all miserable and sad. And I love that he's just so dim-witted. And uh, when they're, like, draining blood out of him in the second episode, I was just laughing at that because he's just, like, has no idea uh, how to react to it. I, that's a little dark humor, I know. Um, it gets way darker when they just, when they drain the blood of the pig. Oh, my God. <laughs> to, like, like, replace it. They're saving Elfo, and they drain the blood of the pig, and it fills up the vial. And so, like, their job was to fill up a vial, but Elfo would have died if, like, they filled up the vial all the way, so they replace it with a pig. And so in the morning, it shows the vial filled up and a little overflowing. A little. And then it, and then it zooms out, and they're ankle-deep in blood. <laughs> I'm surprised that they showed that, like, with a pig. Yeah. Well, it's Netflix. They could get away with more on there. They could there. do whatever. Yeah. But, like, I just don't like the fact that in the town, like, with his people, he seemed very, like, I thought it was kind of going to be, like, oh, this elf who's more, like, tough and, like, who doesn't want to be happy and jolly, and then he leaves, and he's literally the epiphany of everybody else he just left. It's yeah. like, wait, I'm sorry? Like, what What just happened to you? Cause I la- keep I keep watching it. His character does get a lot better as the show progresses. Okay, because at the moment, I can't really stand him. I yeah. mean, he's, he's ignorant right now, because as I said, I think he's still learning. I, I get that, I do. I just, like, why did he go from, like, he just switched instantly to the, a complete opposite just personality, and I just... I, I think it's weird. Yeah. Though that the scene where he's walking and just the giant war he's walking through is like, what is oh, happening? I love it right with now? the gnomes, right? Yeah, oh, I love it. I like war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't love it, but I like it. <laughs> so my opinion, um, I wasn't like I I wasn't captured by Lucy, the the demon. Uh, I I don't know, just like I I wasn't. I, I, I didn't think one way or the other. I didn't hate Lucy, but I also was like, well, Lucy doesn't really have any great jokes, but I guess it's okay that Lucy's around. So, um... Again, keep watching it. He does get a lot better as the series progresses. I think he's supposed to be, like, obviously a negative character to offset Alpha, who's, like, super positive, so you have, like, neutral ground. Yeah! I just love, like, the bad guys or whoever they are sent him to corrupt the princess. Yeah. And he's, like... <laughs> the two standing right, cool. around the orb and, like... <laughs> and their third person who is, like, really has no idea what's happening. <laughs> like, but, like, they're standing around the orb and then, like, the first time... Or this first or second time they see him and then one of the guy leans in and he, like, burns himself on the green it's fire. Real and fire. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's real fire. It's fine. What were you expecting? <laughs> you to send me. Like, it's just, like... They're ridiculous characters. Yeah. Did you see the third episode yet? No, I stopped after the second. Okay, the third one. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, 
is it's like can I tell you what's going on? Or oh yeah, sure. So they call it. They the king is starting to realize that Bean's very off, so he calls in an exorcist. Or he, his people are supposed to try and get the demon out of her. And Lucy's literally <laughs> watching the whole time, like, yeah, come on, you can do it! <laughs> and the, they're, like, re- being really stupid about it. And they're, I just, they're all like, oh, yeah, you're a talking cat. So a talking cat is normal, but you think that there's a demon, and you don't even think, oh, talking black cat. Maybe? They're in an enchanted world. Like, they have gnomes fighting, like, frost giants in a war. <laughs> I, I I do like the side sequences that they do. Like the first time the king sends out a search party for Princess Bean, and like, and, and so they have those two really dopey knights come in, and they're like, "Wait, where's the search party? They never came back from their last their, their yeah, last track." Where's your mission. best bet? These two. Where are they? They haven't come back. Yet. <laughs> they haven't come back there. Yeah, so they're... I got these guys. <laughs> yeah, so I got these guys. We promise we won't get tired this time. <laughs> 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 yeah, so like they're good jokes, and and I think that a lot of them come from those little side characters that they put in. Like the main adventure is Lucy, Bean, and Elfo. Well, see, that's that's really where Matt Groening's style has always really been great. Yeah, I mean, Futurama, all the characters were great, mm-hmm. but you always have the little side characters that say things and make stupid comments. I mean, that we always talk about, you know, in Futurama. When Fry's in prison, and it's just like, now stand back, I have to practice my stabbing! Ah! You know, and, and like, stuff like that is hilarious, and that's just what his style appeals to. These clamps that I use every day of my life? Yeah. Oh, God, haven't these people suffered enough? And then, uh, like, The Simpsons, you have... Uh, I'm scruffy. <laughs> I don't get mad. I get stabby. Yeah, I don't get mad. I get stabby. Yeah. Oh, Ralph, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Louis. No, the the Chief Wiggins kid, isn't it Ralph? No, that's uh, no. The that's, mobster said that. Yeah. I don't get mad. I get stabby. Oh, I thought that was <laughs> Ralph. Like the mob Ralph. Ralph is. Me feel English? That's impossible. It's not really a side character though. Like you know, you it's just like. The Matt Groening texture characters are the ones that make really yeah. funny jokes. Make the universe around the characters. They're building a universe that is supposed to be so... But yeah. Would I recommend Disenchant- Disenchantment? I, I would say give it a shot. Yeah. I would definitely I would give, give it, it a recommendation. I would, I would say at least give it the first episode. It's definitely worth your time, and you can definitely make a, an honest like decision about whether or not you want to keep going from there. I would say give it the second episode, because the second episode the was two. way funnier than yeah. the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where you stopped. That's where I stopped, be, because that's I haven't watched... Per, like Just because I stopped doesn't mean that I didn't think that that episode was funnier than the first episode. Okay. He's got to prepare for his real life at the same time, Andrew. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do Netflix binges anymore. I'm not a bad Man, I'm married now! Arr! I can't have fun now! And work starting up again soon, so... By the way, on a random side note, I when I saw they first uh, displayed um, Dreamland, I was very worried that the castle is on sitting on the edge of a cliff and I'm like man if someone just blows that up it's gonna fall like the whole castle is just gonna go we already know that the aliens are gonna come by and just blow it up that's how it's gonna end true the third episode they have to swim across the boat oh they're in prison Bean can do it Alpha not so much so (laughs) how do I swim (laughs) 
Um, great. So that was Into the West. Yay. Uh, so, what are we watching? Let's talk about what we're watching. Do we want to do Waifu Watch first? Or oh, let's do a Waifu Watch first. Okay, so uh, Waifu Watch. We haven't had a Waifu Watch in a while, and it was suggested to us that because we've been talking about the trash show of the season, which is uh, uh, How Not to Summon a Demon well, Lord. Well, the real trash show of the season is Masters of Ragnarok. Well, oh my god, okay. I, I watched the, the Mother's Basement review of that, and I'm like, how the hell is Andrew sitting through this? Yeah, it's bad. It's horrible! Oh my... I, I could barely sit through that review. That's how bad it was. But, but okay, so on terms, though, of of trash shows, at least... The, this one is at the point where it's like we're still watching this trash show. Right. Because it's so well written. Yeah. Eh, I wouldn't say it's really well written. I would just say it's funny and It's fun and enjoyable. It's entertaining. Um, okay, so we've talked to death about this. Uh, so, waifus and husbandos, uh, of, or character crushes, for those of you joining us from Waifu Watch for the first time, or it's been too long, uh, character crushes are something that we specialize in on the show because we talk, think of it as a real science and your brain has no control over what it really likes. So we talk about what our brains really like when we see these fake shows, these fake 2D shows. And uh, your brain can not decide whether or not something is reality. You can as a person. You can as a person and, and know that something is fake. But your brain says, hey, that looks appealing. Why don't you fall in love with that? And so this is, and so this is Waifu Watch. This is what our uh, shows are. For... Do you guys have the panels up on YouTube? We don't. We do not have. We we've recorded. We've recorded my wife who's not weird every year, but we haven't had a chance to actually put any of them together. And I was saying that would be a good way to explain it. To oh, very much so. To, by showing it, or I mean, just like, come talk to us at panels, and we'll do it, and you'll see it then. Yeah, they're in. They're in our uh, anime Boston things, just like a little mm-hmm. clip of them. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. Uh, so let's talk. Um, let's talk how not to summon a demon lord. Okay. There's a cat girl in it that has a flat chest. I like her. <laughs> uh, Rem, Rem, yes, yeah, yeah. Rem. Well, uh, once again, uh, once again, the character named Rem reigns supreme. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but there's also a dark skin elf that they have not touched on yet. Like they they've they've added her into the cast and and introduced her once. But she basically just got blown up, and we haven't seen her. And since. We haven't seen her since. But she's <laughs> but, in all of the uh, main. Yeah, uh, visuals and but, stuff. And, and everybody knowing me, my personality. Oh, was, was that kind the, of the strongest one out of that attacking horde? That yeah. Was... Yes. Yeah, the, and it's just like, we all know the kinds of characters that Andrew likes, and it's a, a dark-skinned character, and especially a dark-skinned elf, or a flat-chested cat girl. And it's just like, oh, there's both in there. She looks so young, though. Like, yeah, well, and like, that's I've just I've never it. been uncomfortable with, like, I've honestly been, I've, I've known you guys long enough to not be uncomfortable with this stuff, but this is really weird. No, I know, and but but the thing is that you have to realize with isekai animes like this is they're all turning into this. Every single isekai anime stars female characters that are way too young or, or, look or look young looking. Young. Yeah, they yeah. look way too young. It's okay. So at least they don't they don't feature, like, anyone openly groping this girl or anything in the show, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, so, because I don't know this show, I googled and hit images, and I really shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> 
My turn to Google it. <laughs> um, it's so wrong. It looks so creepy. It's it's actually not. It's it, I have well, an eight year old sister. No, it makes I'm sorry. Really uncomfortable. No, I'm okay. sorry. It is really creepy. Uh, and We're not the ones thinking of your sister right now, okay? I <laughs> no, I just I'm saying I've fully like hung out around kids. These look like kids. This is really weird. Victoria, welcome to anime. I know, but still. <laughs> How long have you been an anime fan? Most for? of the okay, no, most of the like most of the ones that we've had to do with like the wife and husband that watches like it's be okay. She look <laughs> they look younger because they're so flat chested. I'm so used to like the hardcore fan service that just boobs in your face. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, and that's and that's just the funny thing is it's because the easiest way to put it like, for someone like me who doesn't like big chested women, it's just like, well, I guess my only option for anime is lolicon characters, and it's just like, <laughs> which is not, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> because for some reason Japan is still just totally obsessed with massive boobs. But uh, Shira. I mean, in, I in the case of this show, like any boob size. I'm a girl. I understand. It sucks. Like it doesn't matter <laughs> what size. But this just just in the in the pictures, they look like they're kids. And especially where I don't know the show, it's I actually kids. think they are kids. Or they're not. That makes it no, worse. Not like not like children kids, but oh they've got to be. They've got to be Teenagers. at least. Like no, well, I think they're at least eighteen. I think they are. Like, I don't know. They could be seventeen or seventeen or eighteen because. But with anime, you just never know. Oh, it never tells you. And so you just don't know. And and that's what's so annoying. And that's why I'm usually just like, her, her, waifu. You know, I'm not like, yeah, that's my waifu. Because it's just kind of creepy to think about it that way. Yeah. yeah. You, don't know, you just don't know. Because you could be like, oh, that's my waifu. And then it's just like, that character is, is 14. And it's just like, aha, Yoko Littner. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they don't tell you for a good reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there has to be fan fiction of it and doujins. I feel like I'm slowly becoming too much of a mom person. To I don't even have kids, and I feel like I'm kind of like because I'm looking. Well, it's funny. Pictures, like you got like, married. Who and you're would let a mom you out of the house dressed like this? You like, got married, on. and you're a mom person. I just turned 28, and I'm very much old, too old for this. And <laughs> I'm I just like half the girl, like all these pictures. I'm like who would let you leave see, dressed like this? And, you're so young. And they're you going this. on an adventure. And you see the thing about come on, grab your friends. We're going to distant land. Right she's already admitted to like, oh, this is the one with the bunny ears, and then yeah. is the guild marm kind yeah. of person. And she she's like the oldest one out of all of them. She's of like four hundred years old. Yeah, you know, so it's just like <laughs> she looks like still. That's not armor. That's not going to protect Sylvie. Well, Sylvie, Sylvie in the last episode of of Summon a Demon Lord got uh, a whole groping scene of her own. <laughs> So, yeah. From her it was really funny. To be fair, he was drunk and he thought she was a hug pillow. Oh, and that's what oh, makes it... Oh, I thought you were talking about the slime thing with her brother. No, Syl... Uh, oh, yeah, that thing. No, oh, Syl... No, Sylvie is like the Guildmarm bunny ear girl. And, and I just think it's so funny that anime always makes that gives that scene where it's just like i'm gonna make an excuse so that it's groping oh he's drunk so he sees her as a hug pillow and it's just like what are you talking about (laughs) give it excuses (laughs) exactly it's just like come on well but when it comes to isekai isekai is that new genre that's just the most masturbatory uh genre out there at the moment where it's just like, okay, this is a, this is a mantasy. I'll get famous. I'll get famous if I put as many fetishes in it as possible. Yeah, that's... and and you know, and that's that draws to the a majority of the male crowd, and it's it's like, okay, that's cool, but I I, I prefer and then I make millions of dollars and never really know how to write anything ever. Yeah. 
See, I, I'm like scrolling through. No boobs, no boobs, boobs. No boobs, no boobs, boobs. It's all I keep seeing. So who's everybody else's waifus? boobs? <laughs> well, I already said Rem, and and I, I will, I will. You know, bunny girls don't get enough love these days. I will choose uh, Sylvie. I think it's a great character, especially when you hear in the dub. I think she's a lot stronger in the dub than she seems in the Japanese version. I I gotta go, Rem. I'm sorry, Victoria. <laughs> but, let's go, let's go, Derek. High five. Yes, but, high five. I mean, there's cat girls, there's bunny girls. Uh, there, I feel like there should be something else in there, though. I don't know what. When we get to like fan mail, we might be able to figure it out, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I know, like Outbreak Company had dog girls. Mm, yeah, and she was the best character. She was my favorite character from that one. Oh yeah. I'm still searching for mine. Okay, like, I can't, this, it seems like there's only one guy. Tumblr is making it so hard to pick. It's so funny. Well, and and it is it is hilarious because he's a socially awkward nerd that has no idea how to talk to real people, so he plays a part of the demon lord, and he only can talk to people. his head fake. Yeah. Yes. And so he can, he can only talk to people through this facade of being the demon lord. Because he doesn't know how to talk to people, really, and and it's 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 really pathetic. But that's what, that's where the comedy comes from. Is how pathetic. He is. I love the Golden Knight character. What's his name? Oh, that's right. Uh, Zach Brannigan. <laughs> Zach Brannigan. <laughs> Zach Brannigan. <laughs> something like his name is like, like Evan, Ethan, 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 Evan, or something. I think it's a. It's like, Ethan okay, Elga. El- oh, no. no, it's it's like. Anyways, anyways, it's Zach Brannigan. That's what he is. Who he is? Like a little sister who I would just hug all the time. Because I mean, I'm sure there is. There probably is. Because I don't like any. I don't like the main guy. I mean, he. I don't know anything about him, but I don't. So, I mean, this was a really challenging one. This is probably. I'd probably agree with Rem. Yeah. I think (laughs) I had to look at and make sure who I was picking the right one. Yeah. But she seems adorable. She is cute. She's. She's. I would want to hug her and make her wear more clothes. She's the. (laughs) She's the level. She's the level-headed character, in the show. So she's the straight-laced one. Everything's creepy. Why is this happening? Character. Yeah. They just look so much like children. It makes me uncomfortable. So Yeah. yeah, I would like. As I would act very big sisterly and huggy and be like, put on more clothes, god damn it. That was girl. But everyone else, no. I'm also loving picturing Greg going through, like, scrolling through <laughs> pictures. Basically, like, going through a menu, picking a waifu. Uh, let's see, which one He's, like, tindering his waifus. Swipe left, swipe right, swipe left, swipe right. like, look through them. One in a taller size. <laughs> I think that I think Shara might be the tallest one out of all the girls. Is she at least over six foot? <laughs> um, it's anime. Well, That's there's great. that there's that night, there's that shining night girl, the shivel or the the yeah. Alicia Alicia Alicia. She's only been in it for two episodes now, and she's really airheaded and yeah, is like a has. It's a glasses girl. She's the glasses girl of She's the, the series. She's the glasses girl. Yeah. <laughs> make a name, make a name, make a name. Which is really funny. I always find it really funny that in Japanese culture, the one with glasses is the airhead. Yeah. Uh, where in American culture, the one with glasses is like is the, the nerd. know-it-all. Yeah. Nerd! Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. 
Think about the shows you've watched and that not like picture all the girls with the glasses. Oh no, for American, like I didn't think of the Japanese version that if she had glasses she'd be the airhead. Mm. That just There's a couple shows that that aren't that way. Like yeah, where the glasses had, the glasses they're the smart, smart. where they they are the smart one. Like yeah. they're the ones on the computer and typing and doing all the yeah, thing and whatever. They're like they're, they're book smart, smart uh, but they're not street smart. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. But typically most most like intellectuals High intelligence low wisdom. <laughs> Does yes. that mean the four of us are really smart because we all wear glasses? In American in American culture, yes. yes. <laughs> or to, Jap- us it just, to us, it just means we have really bad eyesight. Yeah, yeah. in in, Je- in Japanese culture, if you're a male and you have the glasses, you could be a main character in a harem. So that's kind of cool. Or <laughs> or you could be really evil from all those reaction shots where all of a sudden the light glares. Well, look, a reflection way. of Justin. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yes. That's right. And that was our waifu watch. Yay, waifu watch. I have scared James that way before. Like, <laughs> just the glares. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're watching. Um, Can we start with the new episode of My Hero Academia, the special? I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. So, so no, we can't, because I haven't seen it. I am a few episodes behind. Okay, I, the only question that I want to ask, I don't want to spoil anything about it, the only question I want to ask is, where does this take place in the series? I want to say this is between season two and three. And I feel like because because yep. they're talking about it happening right during summer. Yep. So it's those like couple weeks of vacation they got after the semester ended and before their summer camp began. So okay. they all got a chance to like go home or so for a week. But apparently there were a couple students that volunteered for an extra class. Okay. And it's only the more important students. Yeah. yeah. Only only the characters who are going to progress the story. Um, I haven't I. I <laughs> The show that I want to talk about for what we're watching is the totally not funny cancer episode of Cells at Work. I haven't uh, had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, it's it was really it it was while watching it, I was very much watching it and not enjoying it. Even though it's my favorite show this season and it's my pick for the season, which I was, still haven't written your article. That's on. Right, I have written the article. I just haven't, I haven't I haven't proofread it yet. Um. And, uh, it's gonna be a very late article. This it's year. true. It'll be ha- it'll be a mid season choice. But anyway, I so I watched the cancer episode, and I really, really, really just wanted the episode to be over or funny, like one or the other. Yep. Uh, because they were trying to make cancer a sympathetic disease, like they were trying to make it like, oh, like I'm just a cell, and you got, and I was still created like every other cell, but there's something wrong with me. And you guys treat me like I'm a disease while they're trying to kill it. And then it's just like, like, oh, I have respect for you. And it's just like, no, like, kill that cell. Like, I don't care how sympathetic he is. Die. You know, and because it, it just... That's interesting. Yeah, because it, it wasn't a funny episode. It was a very serious episode for such a funny show and a funny take Funny, on adorable in every sense of the word. Yeah, and, and they, they turned it I've into... i heard the, of the show. Yeah. Cells at Work this season is basically Osmosis Jones the anime. Oh sweet! Okay. Yeah. So it's about the human body, and all the set, all your, all the cells in the human body are personified, and cool. it's really funny. It's really cute. It's hilarious. I love it. It's, it's it has an amazing soundtrack. The amazing the most recent episode you. about uh, the blood, the red blood cell trying yeah. to find her way was just perfectly hilarious. Yeah. So so they had this. The, and, uh, what happened was is the last episode that came out, not blood circulation, but the cancer cell episode was just so grimdark and hardcore and and uh and having you know family members lots of family members who have died by cancer i was just like why are they trying to sympathize 
This, this, they should just be. And, and, why? and not to mention, we just lost um, uh, the guy from Lazy Town just passed away yeah. from cancer. Well, and uh, that's not as personal to me, but <laughs> it's true. Um, but uh, and John McCain. And John McCain. Um, and uh, you know, you have this this show that's supposed to be funny. I would like it to be funny. Yeah. And and when you know, you, you, so there's theories, of course, that your body creates cancer cells all the time. Your body is just able to stop it before it becomes cancer. You know. Mm-hmm. So so that's basically what this episode was about. Was there's cancer in the body, but all the cells are able to take care of it and kill it off before it becomes a major issue, which is cool. That's fine. But it wasn't a funny episode and I just wanted it to be funny and I wanted to be happy. I wanted to see this disease that I, a lot of important family members to me. I will say looked at it in a more, in a more positive and, and funny light rather than a sympathetic, Oh, woe is me. I'm a cancer cell. I will say though, I thought it was really funny after he gives that like really emotional speech and you see him dead and he's just got the X's for eyes. I thought that was pretty funny. Well, yeah, in, in Cells at Work, when they kill all the diseases, they, they all they all are just have X's in their eyes. Nothing yet has been as funny as the cedar cedar pollen episode. Like, that was... The, the pollen allergy episode was the funniest thing. I, 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 I would say the blood circulation one was funnier. Okay, good, because I, I haven't watched that one yet. And, and I was actually very much, when I saw, after the cancer episode was over, I watched the preview for blood circulation. I was like, oh, finally, that episode's going to be really funny. So I, I, I think it is a lot funnier. Yeah, so. Cool. I'll have to have you guys make me a list, because James and I are going on our honeymoon, finally, the, at the end of September. And I have a six and a half hour flight, oh, along yeah. with there and back. So, I mean, I could just sit and watch anime for yep. six hours, which I am totally okay with. Do you have VRV yet? No. Ah. VRV? Yeah. Because then you could just like kind of sit at VRV and download all of them and then watch them without an internet connection. I mean, it's JetBlue. I have Wi-Fi. I suggest you marathon watch Bully Cooly Progressive on the way there. That way, <laughs> anything that happens on your honeymoon is going to be the best thing ever. <laughs> 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 uh, well, yeah. James and I haven't watched Hero Academia, my hero, at all. And I, I think at all? Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I watched like one episode and really couldn't. Was like meh. So I need to. I know I need to give it a second chance. And I know I think it's. Do you think he'd like it? I mean, it's James. Yeah. Yes. You guys know him. Yeah. Yes. He would like it. Everybody. Okay. Everybody likes my. I haven't met a single person who hates my yeah. academia. Except for you. I guess in your defense, the first episode is like half Deku crying. I didn't like Attack on Titan. I'm sorry. It was gross. No, I can see people not liking it. Attack on Titan definitely isn't for everybody. Which I've been watching Attack on Titan season three, and it's really good. I love it. Although, when did Attack on Titan become The Walking Dead? Uh, I don't watch that either. So, yeah. well, I mean, because Kenny's fucking Negan. That's all he is. Yeah, I guess so. But it there's there's still a lot developing, and I'm kind of interested. I'm interested that the story is changing a little bit because it's a little bit of a different pace than what the other two past two seasons have been. So that's good. Um, I don't know. I, I like Attack on Titan. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll give it a second chance and like watch it. We'll, we'll probably watch that to start out for the flight. But yeah, if you guys can give me a list of stuff to watch, I will. Sure, sounds good to me. I know Andrew and I have been watching <laughs> Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs. Oh yeah, Yuna's great. Is it? 
It is a great show, but I do have a concern with the most recent episode, and it's a concern that I also have with the manga. Oh, wait. Do you mean most recent episode? Like, because uh, I, I haven't seen the most recent. Okay, so so it is the it is basically the most recent episode is part one of the end of volume two. Yeah, okay. Well, because, and that was interesting as well, because the, the episode before that is content that happens in volume three, but they put it before that this major event happens. Right. I thought was weird, but that's okay. Okay. So I, I love, you know, haunted hot springs, but I found a continuity. Is that how you say continuity error? Continuity. Continuity error. Okay. So as, as we, as we both have read this, read the manga, it's made clear that, Yuna cannot ever leave the the end of the hot springs. So, like, if she winds up going some other place and falling asleep somewhere else, she will wake up back in her room at the hot springs. So, right now, going on in the anime, and it's already passed in the manga, there's a whole arc where they have to save Yuna from this guy who has kidnapped her and wants to marry her. My concern is... What is the point of rescuing her when all they have to do is just wait for her to fall asleep and then she'll just wake up back in the fucking hot springs? Is she... Uh, so I haven't watched it. Is she being kidnapped by a... Um, a supernatural being. Oh, it's a supernatural being? Yeah. So it's not like an exorcist who's exercising her out of the... No, no. no. So she's being ca- she's being captured by a supernatural being, and but they're not going to a supernatural place. It's just hidden away. Is she being held by some kind of magic spell that the... See, no, it doesn't, it doesn't say that. It doesn't okay, say so, that she's being... So my whole thing about it is... It's a comedy about ghosts, and it's etchy, and there's boobies, and and you know there's a lot of, and it's just funny, and it's a smut comedy, and who I, I just I didn't think about it that hard because I was just like ah whatever <laughs> you know yeah but it's one of those things where it's like that that that, that kind of goes against the canon of the show yeah you've made the rules yeah. stick to them exactly. yeah. yeah I know no I, and I know that but I'm just like. Oh, let's stick to these rules in my etchy show kind of a thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of etchy, though, a show that we haven't really talked about, and it's going to be kind of hard for us to talk about because it hasn't been licensed. No one is streaming it. That is the Miss Caretaker of Tsunaharuso. Yes! I love that show. It is really funny! I, I Yeah, I only watched the first episode and I was like, okay. Well, so it is, you, I know, yeah, you kind of watch it, and you're just like, that's kind of what it is, that you're just like, okay, and, uh, and it, I enjoy it because it's so situational and ridiculous that, it's not funny to me, it's, I, I don't know, I, I don't know, I enjoy it, it's, I, I think it's enjoyable, I, it's, Especially with with the kid who, at, at first, seems like he's being traumatized by everything that's happening. But when you really look at it, he's like when he's covering his eyes, it's like this. He's his hands are wide open. He is looking through. He's enjoying what's happening. Well, when I when I when I get to when I'm just seeing his situation in that house, I'm just like, all right, can we, can we just eventually one of these girls is just going to attack him against his will and it's going to be like, that's rape. That's they're, they're raping him. That's a, that's a rape. And, and that's that where story the story at that. And that's where, that's where the show is going. And, and it's just like, it's basically a reverse of 
of the harem. No, I I guess it's not. But it's it's weird because I don't know how to explain it because it's not. I, it's the not best way, harem, I, but it also is at the same the, time. the best way I explain it is what if they gave Lukawa and Shota from Dragon Maid their own show? Yeah. Yes. yes. Except they were much more enjoyable to watch. I don't like these characters. You don't? Nope. I think they're okay. Um. I, I don't, no, yeah, I don't know. I enjoy the show. I think it's. I think it's funny. I, and I, I definitely. Also, it's I definitely much that, better than Masamune Kun's Revenge. Well, that, yeah, anything's well, better than that show. Because Silver, like the guys who do the animation production, they could be very hit or miss. They are. They could sometimes make some really great stuff, like Nan Nan Biori or uh, Bach and Test Some of the Beasts, or. Um, Tanaka Kun is always listless, but then they will make some awful shows like Masumini Kun and Arm Girls Machiavellisms. I feel like Sunaharuso is like is somewhere in between where it it has its bad elements, but there's too much good stuff to drop it. I also just love how the twins can have such opposite views on liking or not liking a character, and just go okay, and then just move on to the next topic. <laughs> That's what I meant there about like, all right, moving on then. Okay, <laughs> I, I really like this. Yeah, I don't see what you like about it. I don't like it at all. Okay. They <laughs> <laughs> well, look alike but different personalities. Welcome <laughs> to us sitting, just sitting in a room together. Like that, <laughs> that's just mine and Andrew's relationships for for our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Well, because if Jonathan doesn't like something and I do, that just means, oh, then more for me then. <laughs> All right. I, I, I actually want to give uh, Derek and Victoria a moment to geek out about something because Victoria will be happy to learn that Derek is catching up on Fairy Tale. <gasps> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm almost done with season three already. Oh my god! Um, I... So I'm so excited for the end season, but at the same time I'm really sad. Like I don't. You haven't even finished Critical Role because you you don't want it to end. No, okay, no. The reason I don't want there. Okay, hang on. So I just finished Critical Role because I know how it's gonna end, and I'm, I don't want to watch it because I've seen it already and I cried. And I don't want to watch everything and then cry again. And anyways, then with Fairy Tale, it's not that I'm gonna cry about it. So, <laughs> this so like, much to process. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you don't understand, Greg. No, I don't. It's the fangirl life, okay? <laughs> that's the problem, though. Like, it's the coupling, and he didn't do anything with it. And I'm pissed about it, but it's like, whatever. And I mean, it's it's a happy thing, and it's. Oh, there's just so oh, it's much a happy thing. Oh, who does happy end up with? It's a happy thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so wait, there's no coupling in the show? No, there's a couple. There's like a couple that is like an actual couple. But you're not talking like, oh, but Lucy not and... Not exactly. And... They, they, Natsu doesn't actually end up picking anybody. It doesn't end with them together. Poor fangirl. I was so <laughs> upset. I was so bad. Like when I got to that part in the manga, I'm like, are you serious like oh so what? the manga the manga's done and manga's you finished done. it yes oh wow okay cool yes that's a, like, that's amazing i i like fairy tale a lot yeah. <laughs> but i heard it ends with them finding the one piece <laughs> 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 oh look there it is i think you just made her very upset <laughs> it was under the mat the entire time that's the one that i'm not no it's up it's on. in the straw hat <laughs> <laughs> It was in it Grandma's sugar hat. dish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like they they push 
Lavi, uh, Levy and Gaijo a lot. Like, they actually have moments. Like, a lot of moments, which is weird because... I don't he, know who that is. Uh, Levy's the blue hair, really smart one. Okay. And Gaijo is, he, in the first season, he's essentially the person who almost killed her. Oh, okay. Like, literally stapled her to a tree. Cool. Bloody and dying. But now they're together. It's weird. I'm but, into <laughs> yeah, I'm into that too. Uh, it, it's sounds like Beauty and the Beast. But like, there's even moments that they actually do have like romantic moments, and they have a bit more than Natsu, uh, Natsu and Lucy. And it's I don't know. Like I I really want to. I'm gonna watch it. I'm definitely gonna watch it. No question about it. I've gotta I've gotta catch back up on the on the anime. But it's been so long since I've fully watched all of it. But I'm really excited that you're watching it. Like, so you, you gotta get past the first couple, because, like, I remember you guys were just, you, you both were like, your anime thinks you're stupid, is what this is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the third season right now is basically every single episode has a recap of the plot, and it's starting to yeah. get a little old. It, that, that's, that is the annoying part of the episodes, but that's, that's essentially, like, it's how I marathon episodes, is I will skim what I need to. Yeah. Like, I'll, because I know a lot of the shows have recaps at the beginning, so I'll just kind of go past the recap and then continue where I need to. But, I, it, I, get to the meat. I get very, abs- okay, it, it takes me, like, what, like, a month to finish a hundred episodes, which is really bad. <laughs> like, it's really, really bad. And I, mean, I, I also, that, uh, I finished the Horse Girl anime in about a week. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Once again, talking about Horse Girls, I love it. <laughs> It was so cute. It is so cute. <laughs> it sound like that. So, by the way, I do love that uh, the season of Fairy Tale on is a blatant ripoff of Full Metal Alchemist. It feels like it's the one where they've got like the whole mirror world, and oh, I can't think of the name of the world right now. But all the energy is trying to be sucked from oh, one world oh, to the other. Oh, I know exactly where you are, and yeah, no, it it yeah. <laughs> It is a little bit of at least like. And why yeah. is the city sh- circular and shaped so oddly? Oh wait, it's a spell circle. Where have I heard this one before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that has a really good not too Lucy moment, but like, <laughs> it does. Okay, it's one of the very few that we get <laughs> at fifteen minutes and forty eight seconds <laughs> in the playtime. No, it's, it's a it's a hug thing, and it's really cute. Shut up, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> No, that's a, it's a, my, I think my favorite season is after that one. Okay. If it's, cause you haven't seen, have you seen the clockwork pieces yet? No. That's my, that's the season I really enjoy. Okay. It's, it's, Wait it's gonna, for that, Lucy. It's a, <laughs> no, it's, well, yes, but. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, guys! <laughs> there's a, but no, like, there's. That that whole season is very like what the fuck is going on. There's a big twist in it too that's really cool to see. So, but sad. It's good. It's a good season. Nice. So many emotions. I'm ready. It is a lot of emotions. <laughs> the end of it is a lot of emotions. You'll see. All right. So we're we're uh we're getting close to the end, but real quick, we want a book club. Yes. Right. Yeah, because we want to talk about our last book club. It wasn't everybody's taste at the at the beginning, but this one, I think we've hit something. We've yes, hit something real good. Sorry for my familiar. 
Yeah, Sorry for My Familiar is about a devil, a little devil girl, who's getting a familiar so that she can go on adventures and, you know, and be a, a magic user and stuff like that. And her familiar is a grown-ass man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and it's was, a human... Was an anim- there was an anime like this that you and I watched. The no, familiar it's, it's, it's not like zero. the familiar zero. Yes. You're thinking it's of familiar different. zero, which it's different. Though. Yeah. Okay. This one, uh, her, she chooses a familiar because she couldn't get, like, a demon animal familiar. So she chooses... A male human in his forties, demon hunter. Yes. And well, no, not a demon hunter. He's a demon. Like he, he um, demon studies. Fa- he's fascinated. Yeah, by them. Uh, and it, it, it's really funny. He's just like a one. He's a very one-dimensional, one-note character. You always know what his answer is going to be. You always know what is going to be his driving motivation and what his thing is. But it's funny every time. Like, they're trying to... So, their only chance of getting to travel across the world because the demon girl, Patty, is uh, looking for her father. Who's a bit of a deadbeat. He's a bit of a deadbeat. He went on a binger and he disappeared. So, that's, like, where the story begins. He went for a pack of cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so, Patty is going out to find her father with the use of his familiar... uh, Her familiar... And so, like, one of the first things that they do is they go to a demon uh, festival where they go into the favorite familiar contest to vote for who the best one is, and they have to end up battling to the death, and... Uh, he kind of princess bides the victory. Yeah, the, the human... Uh, Norman. Norman's his name, by the way. Norman, Norman. The demon, <laughs> yes. The demon researcher. Oh, my God. Uh, Love it. He is it's like, so I'm all about going into this death match because I want to see how these demons fight. So, like, it's just... Like, he's got this sparkle on his eye. But the otherwise, other thing, too, is that I haven't seen dialogue written like this in a long time. Not in not in a Japanese Where it's comic. all degrading. Yeah. And, 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 and well, Konosuba is kind of... Well, I, I feel like it's a more degrading here than Konosuba is. Yeah, it, it's, it's different. It's a different flavor. Um, because Patty is an interesting character. Because Norman, you know what his answer is going to be. And Patty's not into it. And... And she's just like, okay, I know what you're going to say. You're an idiot. And it's really funny because Patty is the user and all familiars are animals, right? Mm-hmm. In this world, they're like bats or they're wolf creatures or they're dragons or, or something of that sort. And Norman is such a one-tracked mind character. It's almost like he's an animal. Mm. And yeah. he, but he's human. You know, he's he's a human man, and he's fully grown, and he has a job, he has an interest, he has like everything like that, but but he acts like a big dumb animal the and entire time. And I also time. like that they don't really explain where he came from, how she got him, you just kind of accept it. Yeah, it's just like, oh, he was, he, he wanted, like, I asked him if he wanted to research more demons, and he said yes, so he's my familiar. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's and he has a like, familiar tag around his neck, like he's, like he's owned. Yeah. Every, uh, Seriously? Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's so, so great. enjoyable. It's just, it's simple, it's a simple story, and the gags are on point. It's very funny. Very funny. I like I like when Patty's riding Norman in the desert, and she just has this horrified look on her face. Somehow, I knew See, it was going to come to this. They they the way they draw Patty's facial expressions and her reactions to every situation is really great because she has wonderful facial expressions and wonderful ex, uh, interactions because Norman has one face. Yeah, and it's always that one face. And it's so gro- it's so good, because and that's what makes him so funny as well. Is that is because 
he has that one face. And... <laughs> oh, she's adorable. Yeah, she's way cute. But, and like, they draw they draw what Norman is thinking based on how much shadowing they put on his face or they put a twinkle in his eye, but it's still the same face every time. <laughs> Real good stuff. It's just very enjoyable. If you, if you want just a good, simple comedy, pick up uh, I'm Sorry for My Familiar. I would say that out of everything that I've read, all of the manga that I've reviewed, this is the one I want to be turned into an anime most. Oh, I can see it. I can see it as an as an anime. It's so very clearly built as an anime. Yeah. Well, and the, and the question is is, so is who should who should animate it? Um, I would say Lurche, who are going to be doing Radiant next season and are doing Asobi Asabase now, but they've also done Assassination Classroom and Master Musume. That's a good one. I could see. Uh, I I think I could see, mm... maybe Bones. Maybe it's wishful thinking, but uh, isn't Crunchyroll starting their animation department? <laughs> so yeah, pick it up. I I like it. Pick it up. I would I would give it a very very two two yeah. big thumbs up. See, I, same here. Out of five. What <laughs> one of the things that I I really like about the show or the show about the manga as well as all the characters that they meet because everybody that they meet seems to like them because of who they are. Yep. And that's really nice. So they, they make friends along the way in their journey who are willing to help them. Yes. Find, like, and, and it's just, it's charming. Yeah, it's, it's nothing cute. like real life. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta impress everybody. So. All right. It's time to wrap this bad boy up. All right. So let's go into some fan service. We have a little bit. I think we have one thing of fan service, which is that we're going to talk about today, which is uh, a Wicked fan, Mike, his response to the last episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast, to which he says, Damn, Evan, 17 animes? I can barely keep up with seven. I'm watching now. That's uh, not even counting the continuing shows like Boruto, <laughs> Persona, Gegege no Kitaro, uh, Ninja Girl and Samurai Master, My Sweet Tyrant, and probably a few others. All right, my sweet tyrant's like a two-minute episode. Yeah, to be fair, so that one doesn't count. <laughs> uh, and they said, even though I marathon season two of Attack on Titan right into season three, I was completely lost. It takes one hell of a left turn. Uh, John Star, welcome back from your honeymoon. Sorry to hear about your your TSA mishap, but no content is bad content. So I am totally not. Uh, so I can totally not stay upset at. That's it the happened. game. That's the game. Then he goes on to say, Justice League was terrible in my opinion. <laughs> it was the same rehash story from the new 52 and JLA uh, war animated movie, though they did a better job with the animated movie, as DC always does. Yep, DC's animated expected. movies are always better, it hands down. It was schluck. The, uh, that's what I thought was so fun about Justice League. I turned my brain off, I wasn't expecting greatness, and I wasn't disappointed. And it says, the only thing I, I liked about it was the flashback with the ancient Green Lantern, uh, and the scene when Superman is fighting the Justice League and kicks Flash's ass. <laughs> so I didn't see it. I don't know what that means. Um, and then I think Zachary Levi was a terrible choice for Shazam. Uh, he's going he's going up against Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Black Adam in the future movie, and I can't see that. And I can't see that. I can. I can uh, see that. Fight. Seems laughable, really. Uh, what I really look forward to is Aquaman. Looks fantastic as hell, Derek. No Wait. horse girls, please. So, uh, I mean, uh, I, right I appreciate I appreciate Aquaman the feedback. Well. I will point out the man himself. I don't know about the movie. <laughs> I will Jason point Jones out Jones. that I wasn't Damn. the first one to bring up horse girls today. 
That's true. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> but sorry, Mike. You're gonna hear horse girls. It's my forever. fault. I'm sorry. It's you're gonna hear horse girls forever, Mike. I like that I'm raising my hand like they can see that. <laughs> like, well, uh, I love his profile and, picture too. I know it's really random, but like, what is it? Bubbles. It's it's a no. Well, it's it's a, it's a power puff yourself. It looks like Did bubbles you see, with a beard. Okay, I gotta ask you because <laughs> now that you know DC has been brought up. Did you see the Teen Titans movie that they made? Oh, the Teen Titans go go to the movies? Yes. No. 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 Did you see the after credit scene? I I've heard about it. I've heard the after credit scene, which it, is uh, James it, made us go because he really wanted. To, he was like, we should just give it a shot. I really Titans wanted to see it. It was I, actually really, like it was well, decent. I, like, See, that's the thing, is, I like Teen Titans Go. Like, yeah, I, I like it. I mean, Why couldn't they get Ron Perlman to play Slade? Why did it have to be Will Arnett? Yeah, that was... That was a, yeah, that was, that was a mistake, for sure. The Slade thing was... I don't know. But that's why James wanted to see it, because he's always loved Slade. So, but the ending is pretty fantastic, and very... brings a lot of hope. Speaking sure. of which, the end credit sequence to uh, um, uh, Justice League... I don't care. I'm going to spoil it. End credits of Justice League. Deathstroke shows up. He walks on to uh, the boat that uh, Lex Luthor is on. and Because Lex, Lex Luthor escaped from prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, he escaped from Arkham. And like, there's the scene where an Arkham guard walks up to Lex Luthor's cell. And is like, come on, Lex, let's go. There's a bald guy in there. And the bald guy turns around and he's just laughing. So he's just laughing hysterically. The Joker. Sure. Whatever. But then, Deathstroke the Terminator walks on to Lex Luthor's yacht, and they were like, so they're making a Justice League. We gotta make a league of our own. So they're making the Super Friends. Like, the next Justice yes. League movie is gonna be the Super <laughs> yes, Friends. Super, because, because the Aquaman movie bad guy is is Black... Uh, is, or is Manta, right? Or, um, yeah, Black Manta. Yeah, Black Manta. That's what it is. Which, which is... He's actually one of my favorite villains, Black Manta. But back to Teen Titans go yeah. to the movies... Uh, I guess there's there's a statue of limitation that we can't spoil what it is just yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I have heard what it is. It and was spoiled for me. I kind of know what it is as well. I don't care. It. I don't care that it was oh, spoiled. No, no, oh. I don't care that it was spoiled for me. Yeah. But I but other people, other listeners might. So it's a big deal. Go check it out. At least the end credits. Yeah, you can probably find it on YouTube. I want to go see. I the, have it. I just, right now, oh really? Yes. I just want to go see Teen Titans the movie. Yeah. Was, or the Teen was, Titans Go movie. I think yes. it's still out. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully. It was pretty cute. All right, let's do some shameless plugs. Okay, guys. So if you want to join in our, on our conversation today, any of our conversations that we had today, you can email us over at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. All one word. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post news, podcasts, updates, whatever. You can chat with us over there in the comments or in the messenger. Uh, and we've also had... Some discussion as of late that fans really want us to start up a Wicked Anime Discord. Yeah. So we're gonna, and that's a really good idea. So we're gonna. I concur. Yeah. So we're gonna continue and we're gonna build a Discord and then we're gonna start inviting you guys to it because so that might not be by the time you hear this episode, but soon afterwards. So I've only ever used Discord for Pokemon Go. Not gonna lie, I'm that nerd. But (laughs) so what exactly would it be? So we would it would be a place for all of our fans to always be able to communicate with each other within the world of Wicked Anime. So we'll have a Wicked okay. Anime page. And then we'll have page. we'll have a bunch of topics that you can so we'll have specific topics that we can that, chat that you can chat in. And, and then And I think we could also video stream too, so maybe we could even do the wikis live through Discord. Well we could do more than that. We could do uh, our podcast recordings. 
So when we record on Sundays, we could record over Discord and we can have us be able to use our microphones to record and then have our viewers listen in, but they can't chat. They can only listen. Only listen. They can, so, they can like, comment, though, as they are. Yeah. The only thing that I have problems with or uh, questions about that is whether or not it's going to affect our download numbers. Just saying. Right. right. Well, anyway, either way. Um, I'm going to warn you now, I am as high pitch in person as on that. So. <laughs> either way, either way, it's been brought to our attention and there's major, major, major interest in doing it. So we're going to work on building a Discord That'd and then we're cool. going to start inviting you guys to it. Because I think it would just be fun, even if we don't do the recordings through Discord, it would be really fun to have a place where you can all just throw all your chats and just talk about like new season stuff or... Greg has a plan. Or, should, or, <laughs> or, or post, post like anime images you find on the website and or... or around the internet and just, just wicked anime stuff oh and then i, I have a, a bunch of anime figurines that i'm going to be selling eventually on ebay so maybe i'll, I'll give so you guys some eBay cleaning out your collection huh you're cleaning your collection most of it yeah i don't i don't need any of them or because i'm not interested i've in been them. with you to anime boston i know your collection is eh, that's not even the that's not even don't, the, the even. light bigger <laughs> longer tall of it oh god anyway. Uh, and then, so next up, you can, of course, find us on nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime if you're not already listening to that podcast right there where you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and... Google Play. And Toon Boom or whatever. <laughs> not Toon Boom, <laughs> it's Audio Boom. I know, Toon Boom is a anime. I said that one. Uh, you know, Podchasers, wherever you can find your podcasts, except for SoundCloud. Uh, and, and then, of course, you can find our Wicked Anime videos at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime. But we'd prefer you give us a follow or a subscription, or uh, ring that notification bell over at youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews. You can also find us at all the social medias, such as uh, Twitch TV at Wicked Anaplay, uh, Twitter, you can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime, and of course you can find us at Tumblr, sometimes, whatever, Tumblr's kind of dying, I don't care about it anymore. Uh, <laughs> I really want to start playing video games with people yeah. again. And then soon, Discord! So, yeah. That's uh, that's that's the Wicked Anime spiel. What do you got for us, Evan? All right, so for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you are in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter at kingbabyduckesh. On the J-pop, video games, and anime amino pages at kingbaby.esh and on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbashbrigade and facebook.com slash landofesh. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Esh, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smash Rook. Now, as of this recording, it's probably going to be up in September. I'm telling you right here and now... Normally, when it comes to the, to the end of the year, I have my top 20 albums of, of said year. This year, I might actually have to do two separate lists. Two, like, a top 20 albums of J-pop, because the J-pop scene has been fucking phenomenal this year. And then just a regular top 10 non-J-pop list, because the music coming out this year in 2018 has been amazing. I, I, I can almost I can almost create a top ten list myself. Um, we've had this we've had this conversation and I feel like we should probably work on something like that maybe on my show as well. I would love to have your top ten list on my program. I don't have ten yet, but 
I, I could at least do a top five. Okay. And Derek, what about you? Alrighty. Well, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Elite4Derek. And I am also in the middle of writing my autobiography, which will be about 147 pages, plus about 3,010 photos of just random things I've found in random spots. I'm going to be selling this at stores such as uh, Sleepy's, Discovery Channel Store, Sharper Image, uh, Toys R Us, KB Toys, all the best place, all the easiest stores to find. Um, so keep a lookout. Uh, the title of it is, as it came to be in an idea from some of our uh, viewer mail, uh, the name of it's going to be Horse Girls? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> and it's just going to be a photo of me on the front with my thumb, like thumbs up in the air, just smiling. Horse and if you girls? go to Walden Books, you can get it for 25% off if you pre-order right now. But you have to bring that coupon that you cut out of the yellow pages first. <laughs> you might be able to find it at Borders, too. That as well, yes. Borders, books, and music. You can get the audiobook version, too, at Borders for half off. And the Virgin Store. And, I've, radio, and radio Shack. I've got the audiobook on 8-Track, if, you, if you're interested. <laughs> no lie, they actually released the most recent Ghost Live album on 8-Track. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it for this show of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Uh, It is time for us to get going, and we will hope that you return in the next episode. Until then, K-Bye! We are number one point. recording like i cannot stop watching it is it the one from yuro yuri that's adorable <laughs> yes yeah yuro yuri that is a great show it's on crunchyroll i recommend people check it out it's really cute how is she eating that in one bite? <laughs> <laughs> People with no reference have no idea what we're talking about. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.